welcome back to To Some Extent. Lex is finally back in the States this week. Back and ready for business. How was your trip to Japan? Ugh. It was a lot. It was really long. But it was really fun. Um, let's see. So, we did a ton. And my first impressions of, of Tokyo were that is a massive massive place Mm -hmm. and I don't even think I could have explored the whole thing in a month like I probably could have been there for four weeks and not explored the whole town Uh, I didn't realize it was by population wise the biggest city in the world okay and if you compared it to New York City what I looked up it was like three times the size holy shit and New York City is massive yeah and so I kind of we we kind of got a really good picture of a, of it when we went to there's like this uh, really tall like uh, space needle that they have mm-hmm. and I think it's the tallest building in Tokyo but we went to the top of it and kind of got a tour up there and you could really see how large the city was and like you walk you can go all the way around the tower and you could see that the city stretches for miles and miles in every direction and it's got like its own separate little downtowns in every neighborhood. Oh, cute. And then it's got, like, a huge downtown in the middle. And I'm guessing, like, each neighborhood kind of has their own, like, vibe. Yeah, its own thing. So we stayed in a neighborhood called Shinjuku. Okay. And that was, like, its own huge downtown. It's, like, a, uh, a lot of people commute there for, for business and for okay. work. And so we ran into a couple rush hours where we were the only people who didn't know where they were going, and everybody else was just flooding into the train station and it was kind of like very anxiety inducing almost because we didn't even know how to work the uh, subway station things <laughs> so we're sitting there just holding up traffic and people are like like moving in and out in and out probably like thousands of people going in and out oh my god like it was so many people and we were just like everyone's wearing really nice clothes like ready for work because mm-hmm. it's on like a Tuesday or Wednesday and we're all wearing just like plain t-shirts like probably what I was wearing now and <laughs> I know we for looked a fact so <laughs> out of place, and I don't know. It was just it was crazy. It was a great experience. It's great to see how uh, the other side of the world is, and like yeah. just kind of going into a completely different place, uh, way out of my comfort zone. And so I'm extremely lucky to have gotten to go there. I learned a, a lot about just how they live on the uh in asia and in japan in general and what the culture is like and it was just so awesome to experience all the food the food is probably the the best part honestly i was about to ask share with everyone what your favorite meals were or like your yeah that's a good question so hmm so it was a lot of like raw fish which is i feel like not something that is typically eaten in the u.s too much yeah. But it's, like, a very heavy diet in Japan. Mm-hmm. It's, like, raw fish. Because it's all fresh there. Mm-hmm. They're right on the ocean. And uh, it's a, a huge part of the culture is just to eat just fish in general uh, and seafood. So a ton of that. And my stomach definitely had to get used to that. So it took a little bit of a... There was a learning curve for my stomach <laughs> there. And then, uh, obviously, I had some really good ramen. The ramen was fantastic. I had, a, like... This thing called pork katsu ramen, which was like probably my favorite meal that I had there. Okay. And I've had a lot of ramen before, but like the ramen there is just top notch. Yeah. Like any place you go, it's gonna be like cheap food, but it's gonna be better than anything you could find in the United States right. almost. So that was really awesome. I was really surprised by how cheap the food was. Okay. And but cheap, I don't mean like. I don't know. I still think it's really high quality. I just think it's... Like, money-wise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Price. Just, like... Yeah, it's sourced directly from the ocean that's right there, and so it's not very expensive. It's because, like, I feel like when we go get Japanese food, sushi here in Denver, Illinois, wherever we yeah. are, it's so expensive. Like, yeah. that's always a higher-end meal. Really expensive. Or more upscale. Yeah. But it's because, I mean, at least in the two places we mostly live... We don't have oceans near us, you know, so it's all yeah. getting or- imported. Like yeah, and it was, I think it was also like a currency thing too, just with the, how strong the dollar was there, it went a little bit further. Okay. Um, which was, which was really surprising because like we would get a really great meal. Like we would get a platter of sushi 
for all of us. With I went with four other people, and we would get a platter of sushi that could fill up all of us. Nice. And I'd be expecting a three hundred dollar bill, right? And it'd come out as like fifteen bucks a person. That's crazy. Yeah, and it, that was the best part, I think. And just seeing like, oh wow, like you you only have to pay for this because it's so expensive in the U.S. But like, mm-hmm. it's it's every meal here so that's why it's not that expensive lex also brought back like the best gifts ever they're super unique and special i mean you can't really find those things in the united states so that was really fun too oh i had a great time shopping i probably could have just i'm not a big shopper but i could shopped for a week straight there i know i made a list of things i wanted him to get and i was nervous because you're not a shopper that you'd get like chopsticks and that was it but he actually got like everything. I brought a ton of stuff back. He bought me a whole kimono. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful, like gorgeous. He sent me a picture of like the man making it too. It's a little bit too big, but it's like beautiful. Um, yeah, you you did a good job. Yeah, Stop thank it. you. Appreciate that. <laughs> I've uh, learned from the best. Uh, I think, yeah, it was just I just had a great time walking around and like. I started to realize that things weren't as expensive as I was expecting them to be, which I think really made me buy more stuff. Yeah. And just like, I just kept buying stuff and buying stuff. And then like, the real problem was fitting all of it in my suitcase. And I did end up buying this huge tapestry that wouldn't fit in my backpack. Mm -hmm. So I had to carry it around. And I had some really miserable flight experiences on the way back. And my flight from uh, from Tokyo to Denver got canceled as soon as I was going to leave for it. So then I had to get a flight at the end of that day to L.A. Mm-hmm. just to get back into the U.S. And my flight from L.A. to Denver also got canceled. Yeah, it was bad. So, I mean, I, it was so bad I was debating on driving. <laughs> so it was, that was tough, but the tapestry I bought did not make it all the way there. I'm probably one of the most absent-minded people that I've ever met. And so just having something I needed to hold all the time, I put it down and I never picked it back up and I have no idea where it is. It's got to be somewhere on a plane or in Japan probably. Well, someone got lucky. Yeah, true. (laughs) Picking it up. It was sweet though. Um, Well, we're glad that you're back in one piece and had a fun time with the boys. Yeah, overall really... Really great trip, really interesting. I felt like I learned a ton. And I feel like if you ever have an experience or if you ever have the opportunity to go to the other side of the world, especially from if you're from the US and you have an opportunity to go to Asia, the Middle East, Africa, anywhere that is completely different than uh, the US. Like, like Europe's great too, but I think you can still see a lot of similarities between Europe and the US. But if you go somewhere even further than that, the experience is kind of mind-blowing and you really get to see the differences in culture, the differences in way of life that people live and how they, you know, the problems, the issues they deal with versus the issues you deal with here in the U.S. I think it's so interesting and it's just broadened my mind and perspective a ton since being back. That's always the best going on vacations, but also getting a learning experience out of it instead of just a vacation. So it's really yeah. cool that you brought that up. I don't, yeah. I don't know. I wouldn't even call it a vacation. It was more of like a trip. Because me and, the, me and my friends were debating about this. Like, what do you think the difference between a vacation and a trip is? I feel like they're both the same thing. Because in my head, when I go on vacation, I'm taking off work and that's a vacation. When I'm not working yeah. and not doing things I do normally here yeah. in my regular everyday life, like my routine... It's a vacation. Okay. Like, even we're going camping this weekend, that's a vacation. We're taking time off from our daily routines, our normal. Yeah, but yeah, it's not like taking time off of work, though. We're going somewhere different, too, you know? I guess. But I get what you're saying. Like, vacation's more like chill, relaxing, beach vibes, spa. Yeah, so what I think of vacation is like a way, like, you like rejuvenate yourself. And like, you kind of like, you go out there to not do anything and just like recharge your battery almost and I feel like on my trip to Japan I just drained my battery like I was just like go 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 wake up early stay up late like do everything I could and just like 
full energy the entire time. Yeah. Because I'm like, I'm, I don't know when, if, I, if ever, I'll come back here. So I want to experience everything as much as possible. Yeah. So when I get back, I was drained. But it's still a vacation because you saved up and you put effort into planning this thing. And it's supposed to be fun. You know, it's a fun experience. So I feel like... No, yeah. Even though it's not a beach vacation where you're relaxed and, like you said, getting yourself together. Yeah. It's still something enjoyable, just as a different enjoyable, a different type of enjoyment, I guess. Yeah. So we, yeah, we ended up coming to the decision that it was a trip instead of a vacation. Okay. Because I guess, I guess that's a fair thing to say, though. Like, it is still, it's a vacation from your normal life and your normal routine. I feel like anytime you step out of your life, it's a vacation. And to be honest, like my my ideal vacation would be a trip somewhere where I'm like full go go go, try to experience as much as I can instead of sit on the beach for a week. Oh, we know, (laughs) we know. Yeah, that's just not my style. I guess Lex can't sit still for like twenty minutes, let alone a week, or like an hour at the pool, even. You have to be doing something else. Yeah. I just, yeah, I don't nothing's know. wrong with that. It just I'm opposite. I could sit at the pool for hours and be so content. Yeah. Or a beach or wherever. <laughs> for a week. And just chill. For a full week? I would love to go to the beach for a week and just chill. I would not be sick of it. Really? Having alone time and just being in the sun and being by the ocean and being calm and enjoying a book or a podcast or anyone's company is like perfect interesting yeah i think that's where we we differ but i think i think that's like a i feel like that's like a a a thing that like a lot of probably like families will deal with is like some people in the family want to like if they're going on vacation they want to hit the beach and like some people Especially my family, like, a few people want to hit the beach, a few people want to go to, like, a city and, like, do a bunch of stuff. That's literally my family, too, because all the girls love just shopping and going to the pool or beach and chilling out, and then the boys love to adventure. Yeah. And I also, like... We're getting on a tangent here, too. We (laughs) gotta cut it down. (laughs) No, I think we're okay. I just, like... (laughs) When I'm back now, like, when I look at it, I don't. I look at it as like really draining, and like I'm. I, we. I went so far away that like I've never been this jet lagged in my life. Like I haven't been able to sleep through the night. Like I've been. I stood. First night I got back, I stayed up for like four hours in the middle of the night because mm-hmm. I couldn't sleep. And then like two nights ago, also stayed up for another three hours. Like it's just been like really hard to get back on a regular schedule. Yeah. For me, I, I don't know. I've never felt that before. I mean, you were 15 hours difference from here. Yeah. Time change, at least. So. But that's also draining, is like the after vacation effects. Yeah, like getting back into your routine and back into yeah. the United States, even. Do you think that post vacation depression is a thing? Uh, 110%. Yeah. For sure. Especially if you just had, like, one of the best vacations of your life. You're with good company. You eat great food. You know you're not going to experience that for a while. I feel like it's, like, the build-up to that vacation, too, is so special. And you're so excited. You're so excited. And then once it's done, you're kind of like, oh, what's yeah, next? Yeah, what's like, to look forward to after this? Right. It is nice to have to something, something to look forward to. Yeah, and just saving money and packing and getting ready and whatever you do to get ready for your vacations and then all of a sudden you're home and obviously like you cherish those moments and you're grateful for that experience but then you're like what's next what's the next trip you know on to the next thing um yeah i do think it's a thing are you going are you experiencing (laughs) that right now (laughs) i don't think i'm experiencing it too much because i think i fully exhausted myself there like I was so I was exhausted enough to where I was like ready to go home. Yeah. Ready to come back, and then um, not. I guess like I was like ready to rest a little bit. Right. So that's I think the difference between a trip and a vacation is like a trip. 
You feel I, rested. A vacation, or, you come back rested. Right. A trip, a trip you, feel exhausted. you feel exhausted afterwards. I see what you're saying. Because well, you like try to do so much. Yeah. But no, I would love to get more into Japan in a future episode of like, I don't know, details of what I did. Um, we talked to like, we know a few people who've obviously been there. So mm-hmm. um, that might be interesting just to, for someone who, because I had, a, I looked up a ton of YouTube videos before I left to try to figure out what to do, like where to go, how to get around. So maybe like culminating all that into one podcast might be helpful for some people. Yeah, that'd be fun. But yeah, so overall trip was good. Good. Um, so we wanted to talk about today a little guide of Denver, Colorado in general. If you happen to find yourself here, you can use some of our recommendations or if you are planning a trip here or wherever you feel inspired to come to Colorado, this might help a little bit. We've lived here now for a year. I think it just hit a year or almost a year, right? Yeah, the 3rd of July, I think. Um, which is pretty exciting. Living in a place for a year, I feel like you get to feel it out and know some of the restaurants, some of the bars, some of the neighborhoods. And Yeah, years a good amount of time. I think if it were like a bigger city, it might be tough. Right. to get everything done in a year, but I think Denver's a good size. I agree. That we think we've done most things. It's doable. I don't think we've done everything. I still think there's a lot to No, do definitely not. But the things we did enjoy, we've kind of put a, together a list, or at least I did, to share what my favorite things are and have been that I would redo and go back to. Um, but yeah, so we wanted to share. Yeah, no, I think I can... Uh, rattle off a bunch of different places to go, restaurants, things like that, that you may be looking for if you're visiting here. It's a huge, Denver's a big tourist town for people in the U.S. It's also just a mixing pot in general. You'll meet a lot of people that who do live here now that are not from here. Yeah, no, I th- definitely. I think, I've I think majority sh- of the people I've met are not from Denver. Yeah, they're literally called unicorns, people who are born and raised in Denver because they're so yeah. rare to find because everyone came from other places east coast west coast mm-hmm. midwest um which is kind of cool though too so it's nice to be living in a mixing pot because you get to meet so many different people and I guess in a way you share something in common of liking outdoor activities being by the mountains um mm. and all of that good we stuff we also had a ton of people show interest and come to Denver just as a tourist or someone who wants to spend time in the mountains. So that's cool. Having a lot of people you know from other areas of the country Mm -hmm. flying in to experience uh, what Denver slash the rest of Colorado has to offer. Mm -hmm. So I I think if I lived somewhere else, I wouldn't have as many people that have come in to visit. I think we should start with talking about Denver the city and then get into other cities we've been to close to Denver and then you know like in the mountains as well like Colorado in general um I guess for like food wise a couple of my favorite breakfast spots is Macy's Cafe which is like really fresh breakfast sandwiches yeah that place is so good so good and it's like a hole in the wall really cute you can eat outside another one is my favorite muffin those muffins are phenomenal if you like muffins Jack's always brings them for us, and they're so good. Yeah, um, I haven't tried those. And another one that our friend group does a lot, Edie loves it, is Star Kitchen, which is dim sum. Oh, yeah. So it's an experience. We literally will get up at, like, 9. Or no, will we get there at 9? Yeah, we get there at 8. It's crazy. We get up. Maybe, like, 7. They open the doors at 9 or something, and then... You get there at 8 and put your name in, and then they open the doors at 9. I think that's how it works. And they only let a certain amount of people in. So if you don't make it in that, you know, first, let's say, 50 people, you can't eat. <laughs> yeah, because it's not a small place, but it, it's a popular place. Yeah, it's it's good. And they only do breakfast for, like, two hours. And those of you that don't know dim sum, it's like they walk around with carts with this fresh food. Is it Chinese? Yeah. 
Chinese. Um, it's like a Chinese brunch. Yeah. But it's good, and it's and it and it's an experience too. On top of good. It's food. a little outside of Denver, though. Yeah. Maybe like is. a 15, 20 minute drive. It's not terrible. Um, yeah, I would say my recommendations for breakfast. I've been to Snooze a few times. Mm-hmm. Snooze is pretty good. There's one in the train station too, which yeah, that one gets super packed though, so it's like really tough to get any like a reservation or anything like that. Um, I have heard that a place uh, Woody Fisher has good breakfast. Yeah, we've been there for few people dinner, said that. yeah, but not brunch. Few people said that they have decent breakfast too. Yeah, that place is cute. Um, for lunch, I put Whiskey Tango Foxtrot. It's WTF, but it's right by where we kind of, I don't know, it's our like go-to spot. I love it. Even if it's just dinner or drinks because they're open till like what, 3 a.m. So after the bars, we'll just go for another like yeah, it's nightcap. A good, it's a good spot. It's cute. I think, I didn't realize this, but I think it's a chain. Is it? I think, yeah, I think there's other whiskey tangos around. I totally thought US. it was special. <laughs> I did too for a while, but I think there is other whiskey tangos. It's like good food, good drinks, good vibes. It's definitely like our hole in the wall, not hole in the wall. It's our, I don't know, it's like my favorite homey bar here in Denver. Yeah. Uh, let's see. One place I think is Fire. That I know you think is fire too is Torchies. Oh, I love Torchies. Torchies is awesome. Those tacos are so good, and their queso. Whenever I feel like queso, I go there. Yeah, no, that place is awesome. I love it. Same with Illegal Pete's. It's a similar vibe though. And they always have this. No, Torchies is way better than Illegal Pete's. Oh, fair. In my opinion. I no, really I stood no, no, I agree. I agree. I they have a more unique Torchies. menu. Um, they also have a taco of the month that they always change around. So. You know, you can always go. Edie and Noel would always go every month when we lived in Boulder to try the taco of the month. And it's always something yeah. different and unique. I think there are a few around Colorado, but there's at least two in Denver. Yeah. Um, adobo was fun to go to. We, like, stumbled upon it. Do you remember it? It was, like, the Filipino food, which I'm Filipino, so I loved it. Oh, I didn't and, realize it was called adobo. Yeah, and it's also a beer hall. Yeah, I remember. So that was really cool. And interesting, the mix yeah. of the two. Um, but I've never been to a Filipino restaurant before, so I loved it. Yeah. No, the, yeah, food is great there. Yeah, that was a fun And little... then over by there is also um, Barcelona. Yeah, that was on my dinner list. Oh, okay. We'll get to well, it. Well, we hit lunch, though, so. Yeah, I guess you're right. Um, but same thing. Barcelona is like good. Spanish food, and it's so good. Tapas. And it's also a wine bar. And I've also been told that that brunch is really good, too. I think their food in general is just really good. It's really cute. It's like tapas, right? Yeah, we sat out in the courtyard, and it kind of brought me back to Barcelona a little bit. It's cute and good food. It's just a good, cozy, but nice. It's good for, like, a date. Like, we went, just you and I, and it It was was so... It wasn't small, but it was, like, they had, like, a tiny outdoor area. like Yeah. Yeah. With small tables. Something else I realized Denver has is a lot of food halls. So, um, Milk Market, Improper yeah, City. I've never, to touch on Milk Market, I've never been to a place like Milk Market before I moved here. Yeah. That place is crazy. Honestly, they're genius because, well, I'm going to mention them. Denver Milk Market, Denver Central Market, and then Improper City are the three that are in the city. At least kind of like we've been to. They all have bars and then food. And what a food hall is, is, like, you can go to any vendor and you can taste, like, the food. So they'll have, like, an American spot with, like, hot dogs and burgers, whatever. They'll have Mexican. They'll have Italian. They'll have Mediterranean, sushi, you name it. It's a good cafeteria. So it's so nice to go with a bunch of people so everyone's satisfied. Yeah. I would even add uh, Avanti to that list, too. Yeah, Avanti, too. Um, it's just a good, fun... I don't know area to go so I think it's like you're right it does make everybody in the group happy because you can kind of pick and choose what you want and I think it's cool because they're like huge areas right so like I don't you know can you could spend yeah, yeah you could spend a ton of time there yeah and just hang out too I've never been to anything like that before I went to 
parking here and it's like they're very popular here i know which is interesting because i feel like back home we don't really have anything like that at least in our hometown maybe in the city they do but i think it's a great idea no it makes sense but it's probably i wonder if it's tough because they have to have literally it's just like one big menu Mm -hmm. they just have to have everything yeah just different chefs for each one and the food's good too it's not like they just make it in bulk and it's like okay average i like it um i agree with that If you guys love gold jewelry as much as I do, you have to check out Slide Jewels. Slide Jewels is a jewelry brand that crafts contemporary and affordable pieces from high quality stainless steel. From earrings, necklaces, rings, and bracelets, Slide has pieces for everyone. Use code to some extent to get 30% off your purchase. Links and promo code will be in the show notes, so check it out. I guess now we can get to dinner spots, which we've been to a lot, but I want to talk about my favorites. So I'll shoot out mine and then you can shoot out yours. Yeah. If that works. Yeah. Um, my favorite is Uchi, which is high-end, upper-scale sushi, but it's unique sushi because I don't love sushi personally. I just don't love, like, raw fish. <laughs> but Uchi is so good. I'm pretty sure it's a Michelin star chef's restaurant, too and it's fire but go during happy hour because then it's cheaper and you still get great food yeah no uchi's i mean it's hard to even compare it to anything i think it's just like a very one-off experience and they have like a garden above the restaurant that they get their like fresh food from Mm -hmm. which is cool um so that for sushi and then my favorite type of food is Italian food so I've been to two I've been to a lot of places here but my favorite places have been Venice where I went for my birthday and Bardot Bardot is probably my favorite it's just really fresh handmade pasta with amazing sauces and sides and it's so good it's really good no Bardot is great but you do have to put money down to make a reservation which is annoying but I think they take it off of your check, so if you're okay with that. The first time we sat... And their wine selection's amazing, too. Really great wine. Um, We sat inside the first time, and then the second time... Or, like, the most recent time I went there, we sat outside, and it was amazing. It's in Low High. It's a really cute little area. Yeah. It's probably one of my favorite restaurants in general. Um, Then I had Barcelona, which we already kind of talked about. But that was also up there in my favorites. Mm-hmm. And then a new restaurant is Keeney's, where we went for our anniversary. It's Mediterranean food, and it just opened up in Cherry Creek. Oh, yeah. So good. I love Mediterranean food as well. It's probably, like, my second favorite cuisine. Yeah. Oh, my God, that place is amazing. We got a lot of things just to share, really, and it was, like, perfect. No, it was great. To try every different, you know. Yeah. different things and not have to it is inside of a hotel though which is kind of confusing yeah but it's so it's a really nice place too it's cute decorated really well we went for a girls night once and they were obsessed with it yeah you went back it's cute no I'd go back there yeah 100% their goat cheese dip Mwah. yeah I like crave it <laughs> oh it was great I've tried to remake it a few times that, don't they, like, they put like a little honey on it or something so good yeah it was like kind of sweet um, and then yeah. my last one is Mono Mono Korean Fried Chicken. Yeah. We've been there a couple times, too. It's just unique. It's Korean Fried Chicken, which I guess is in the name of it, but it's a really good place, too. Yeah. We go a lot with our friends, um, but those are kind of my No, Mono Mono's great. It's, like, not, like, I feel like you, you did offer a lot of, like, fine dining places, but Mono Mono's, like... Like, you can go, like, in this, you know? And it's still, like, the food's been great every time we went. Yeah. And it's, like, fun. Usually not that busy, too. The people that work there are so nice, too. Yeah. Um, I think one of the places I really like is La Loma. Ooh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, pretty fire. It's just Mexican food, really, but it's, like, a really nice restaurant. It's higher-end Mexican, I would say. And then, uh, they've got a lot of really good options. They allow you to kind of like mix and match some dishes too. And then 
They also have this fire fried ice cream. That's like my favorite dessert. Which we get every time we go there. So good. Mm -hmm. It's so good. So I would definitely recommend giving that a try. Mm -hmm. I think, uh, let me think of some other places. So we did mention all like the markets. We do go to the markets a lot. Like the big Especially with a big group of people or people visiting. Mm -hmm. Which is easy. I think one place that we tried that I liked was uh, Nola Jane. Oh, yeah. For dinner, we had that. And uh, I like that one. It's, it's like more um, like New Orleans, like mm-hmm. Louisiana Cajun kind of food. food. Yeah, Cajun food. And they got like po' boys and stuff there. So it's interesting to find that in Denver. And yeah. then just, uh, I thought they did it pretty well. Like it, the food we had was great. The, it's a, also a bar too. I think they do karaoke at night sometimes. Yeah, which is fun. I think so. There's also a Mexican restaurant over there. That we went to... Tamayo. Tamayo, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is pretty good, but they also didn't have... If you're going in a group of five, they don't have big enough tables. <laughs> we literally went with his family, and <laughs> me and his sisters and his mom were, like, sitting on top of each yeah. other. But it was cute. It was it was good. So you gotta go with a smaller group. Yeah. And then is there anywhere you've been, like, really wanting to try? Um, honestly, most of the places that we've been to have been on my list. There's yeah. a few places in Lohi, I can't tell you the names. Just like us driving by, I'm like, oh, I've always wanted to try there. I think yeah. one's called The Bindery. Lohi's got some great food options. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah. I think uh, I always wanted to try that diner over by 16th oh, yeah. Street Mall. It's like Sally's Diner. Or yeah. Something. Like, but it looks so name. awesome. It looks so cute, too. Yeah. Um, now I want to get into like kind of the the night scene where we go out if we go out and my favorite area to go out in is rhino for sure i feel like they have really unique bars and i don't know they have a lot of breweries down there too which i don't love beer you guys do Mm -hmm. but i think denver has like the most micro breweries ever Ever. Ever. <laughs> in the country? Yeah, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> There's a lot. I think you're right. There's so many. So it's a good, uh, definitely a big uh, beer drinking city. Mm-hmm. Um, we always go to Federales. If you know you want to like see people, that place is yeah, fun. Yeah, I don't necessarily like that place too much. Yeah, Lex doesn't. I like it. Um, but Finn's Manor has been up on my list. Oh, yeah, they that make place is cool. really good drinks. And it's kind of inside, outside. Which is fun. Yeah. And it's huge. You yeah. go there to dance. Finn's Manor's cool, though. Yeah. What's that place that's nearby Finn's Manor, but it's like a... Beacon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beacon is... I thought that place was sweet, and I've been there a few times. It's like you're walking into like a bar, but it's also like an art museum. But it's also a nest. What is that? Like it looks like a nest. Like a bird's nest. Yeah, kind of. Like there's wood. But it's like an art museum too. Like right. you go around this like, you like walk in like a forest. It's like the most Denver thing ever. <laughs> yeah, but I thought it was so cool. It I was is, like, I, I've been back there a few times. Was like, you like walk into a forest, and then one room is like full of like teepees that people are sitting in, and then like it's pretty. Trippy. Yeah, and then there's like another room where like people are literally selling stuff. Yeah, with there's a their, lot of like, vendors. Table sets up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with like handmade jewelry or mm-hmm. purses. There's like knitting. Yeah. Purses and uh, hats. Definitely like, somewhere I like never would have ever thought of. Underground existed, artists. Really. Yeah, for sure. Like there's an cloak. art gallery inside of a bar. But then there's DJs that play there, so it's more of like a dancing vibe. You'd think those things don't mix very well, but. It's really unique. Yeah. I've never been to a bar like that. No, very interesting. Definitely a Denver must see. <laughs> yeah, um, I think so too. And then another place we like to go to too is Lohi. For they have a I like to go day drink there, for sure. I feel like we usually day drink there. Like they have Happy Camper, Recess, Avanti is always a go to. And they're all outside, rooftop. Yeah. More of the vibe. Um, they have that place Prost, which is pretty cool. I haven't been. Yeah, it's just a brewery. Yeah, they but it's have like great outdoors. Options. Yeah, like a lot of Lohi is very set up to have good views of the city. So like yeah, if you sit, if you beautiful. stand outside, 
because it's across. Get a pretty good view of the city. It's across the highway from like the actual city, so it does have a really good view. Yeah, it's like um, kind of separate. And then the area we live in is Lodo, and we have kind of we're right by, or I guess Lodo is where the ballpark, like Coors Field is. So we have all the sports bars by us, which is fun. Yeah, it's well. Yeah, it's mostly Rockies tailored, mm-hmm. Nuggets tailored. I think it's more, yeah, just the sports bar. They can get pretty like expensive too, if you stay around there too much. But it's also I feel like where most stuff is happening. I feel like it's also a younger area. A lot yeah. of kids our age. View house is pretty cool. That place is just massive. Mm-hmm. Jackson's is always fun. Also, it's like a rooftop. Um, Tap 14 has a rooftop that we go to a lot. And then the refinery is always a go-to if we have a visitor in town because they have these, like, shots that you eat a flower and then you take the shot and you can't taste the shot and it makes your, like, mouth tingle in a weird yeah. way. Those are always, like, whenever someone's here that doesn't live here, we always have to bring them to the refinery. Yeah, no, that's funny. It's fun. Um, those are kind of, like, the bars that really stand out to me. Oh, I also like Seven Grand. It's, like, kind of a, in a way, a pool yeah, hall. Cool. It's a nicer bar, for sure. Great espresso martinis. And then they also have, like, a speakeasy in the back yeah. that we didn't know about until, like, the last time we went. Mm-hmm. A whiskey specific. Yeah, that place was interesting. Yeah. <laughs> it's more of like a darker, it's like darker, more like you won't see, divey kind of thing. Yeah. You won't see kids our age there very often. I feel like it's more adult adults. Yeah. But it's cute. And mm-hmm. if you like to play pool, you would like it. Yeah. I also like hanging out around Larimer Square area. Uh, that's place, like, I don't know, it's filled with just restaurants and bars and stuff. Yeah. over there and I think it's like really easy to like if you want to hop in somewhere and test something out and you're like oh, I don't really like this place you go right across the street and there's like another place that's completely different yeah so. and it's like right by the uh, basketball stadium too mm-hmm. so usually get a lot of like it's a good place to watch sports we watched a lot of the uh, Nuggets games yeah this year there so just because it was near the stadium you got all the crowds that didn't want to go that couldn't afford the games the energy is still there the energy was there for sure um, so that's kind of wrapping up Denver with like specific spots. Did we miss any? Yeah, I think one we missed uh, would have been probably the best ice cream in town, Little Man Ice uh, Cream. Yeah. I don't really think it's worth mentioning any other ice cream place because Little yeah. Man Ice Cream tops almost every place I've been to. Especially in Denver, it's the best by far. There's always a wait though. Always a wait. You so to you got to go earlier. Even in the winter, there's still a wait. Yeah, but if you go anywhere from like 8 to 10, you're going to have it's to wait. It's like, like an hour 30, wait, too. 30, 45 minutes. It's but also outside, so prepare yourself. You can't yourself. sit down. In the summer, it's you can sit down outside, but it's cute. there's no inside. You just stop by. There's salted Oreos. And one hack, though, is if you don't want to stand in the really long line, go. There's always a little shop, a little little man. It's right next to the big building. And they're serving just like scoops, and it's way quicker. And you go there, and you can pay cash or card. But I they don't like have all. They don't the have flavors. all the flavors. But like, if you are a basic flavor person, or you like, hey, whatever. Like, they have like ten flavors. It's like I'll take one of those instead of having to wait an hour. I'll wait five minutes and do this. Like that is an option. I feel like a lot of people don't realize. Yeah, because Little Man changes their flavors. Like I want to say every month, at least yeah, every season, yeah. constantly. So they won't have any of the new flavors, but yeah, I guess if you're right, if you're like me and always stick to the same flavors, you're fine going on the express line. Um, Okay, moving on from Denver, we go outside of Denver a lot, I would say. Yeah, there's a few cities that are really accessible, like a really 20, 30 minute drive that like you can do just to go. Yeah. So like one I will touch on and then... Uh, you can touch on uh, you can touch on Boulder probably because you know a lot more about Boulder than I do but I like to go I've been to going to Golden a lot which is 15 minutes from Denver mm-hmm. and it's like right nestled up against the mountains it's like right at the foothills of the Rocky Mountains so you get like still a good mountain town almost but it's a lot bigger than most of the mountain towns because it's not exactly up in the mountains and 
and I think uh, well, like a, one thing I like about Golden is just that it provides like some really good food and then some really like beginner hiking places that you can go um, so one it's I more guess, like a walk I wouldn't call it a hike yeah you can hike you can start hiking but also you can like walk and still be in the mountains and it's still like flat yeah I guess what we did was more of a walk I think so too but we were still in the mountains right which is nice because yeah. then you're not like you it's know. like right at the edge before you really start having to just walk straight but up. But it's long. It's a good one. Yeah, no. I think it's like really beautiful there. And like we've been getting a lot of rain recently, so it's very green there. Sometimes it's like light brownish color, but the whole town is like really green right now. The downtown area is so cute too. Yeah, there's a ton of stuff going on. That's obviously where the Coors Brewery is. So the brewery takes up a lot of space, but also it's like right at the edge. And they've got like this huge Coors sign that's like really famous and like in the background of a ton of pictures and stuff. So it kind of like... It's so cute. And you can see it like on the can, there's like a river that flows right to the Coors uh, factory. It's a very like good picture town. There's yeah, a big it's, sign. it's definitely like a western town. Yeah. Western small town. Um, there's a big sign that says welcome to Golden over it's the main so street. Cute. We went tubing last summer there. Yeah. It was so fun. It was awesome. But we... I expected it to be really lazy, like a lazy river. It was not. No. <laughs> I flipped over. Like four it times. It was actually terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> it was like it was more sweet. river rafting than yeah, a lazy You had to be river. prepared. We, lo- we both lost our shoes. Oh, yeah. Totally lost my shoes. Had a lot of bruises on my butt. Um... What else? Our tubes both popped, did they? Yeah. Or deflated. But I would definitely do it again. Yeah, I would do it again. I just wasn't prepared for it to be that aggressive. I really yeah. was just like, oh, we'll sit on the tube and go float down a river. It's no. It's not relaxing. There's rocks. There's... It's pretty funny, too, because, like, like waterfalls. You, see, you see people that have, like, drinks in their hands and, like, oh, coolers. They like They, like, have coolers on their tubes. And they're like, have speakers, and they're like, ready to just sit back and relax. And then you hit the first rapid, and you're like, it flips a lot of people over. I know, it flipped me over, and I actually was scared. Yeah. And I'm a good swimmer, so I didn't think I was going to, like, die, but I wasn't expecting to be in the water. Yeah. <laughs> it's, and then you have to chase down your tube. It's a fun summer activity, for sure. And it's free, which is always the best. Unless you rent your uh, tube. I guess true. But... You can do it for free if you have all the equipment. Which really, you only need two, really. Well, no, and shoes. But don't wear flip-flops. We both made that mistake. If you have water shoes, obviously you can't wear tennis shoes either. Because it hurts walking on the rocks. Um, But that's a great town. Definitely go back a lot. And then I will throw out uh, Bonfire Burritos, uh, which I've been to twice now. Fire Burritos in Golden. Outside of the city area a little bit like a couple blocks down um but yeah great burritos there um okay i guess i'll talk about boulder which i've lived i was i went to college there so i lived there for four years before living here and i'm obsessed with boulder wait how far away is boulder from denver 30 minutes okay so not bad at all boulder's a town you'll like that does not compare to any other towns in colorado you can only find the flat irons there. Boulder literally sits at the edge of the mountains. It's beautiful. People are so nice. It's also a nice city. It's pretty clean, I would say. I'm also biased because I live there. <laughs> um, but I guess my favorite things, if you're a tourist, what I'd recommend to do is definitely go see Pearl Street, which is like a mile long street you can just walk and shop and eat food and drink and it's really cute any season too it's always open it's not like you can just go in the summer um the fall it's beautiful the winter it's awesome food's great over there and the shops are so unique too it has one of my favorite crystal stories that i always go back to um and then for, like, outdoors activities, the Flatirons, of course, you have to go see them. They're beautiful. 
Chautauqua is where you would go start your hike into the mountains, and then if you aren't really about hiking but you want to go see the mountains, you can drive up the mountain and go to Lost Gulch, and it's like a beautiful lookout over all the mountains. Um, it's like a 20-minute drive, I would say, from Chautauqua up, maybe even a little less, but even the drive is beautiful. Yeah. So that's something we would do a lot um, living in Boulder or when visitors came for sure, bring them up there. Um, you've been to Boulder Yeah, a I've lot. been tons of times. <laughs> I agree. I think Boulder's probably one of the prettiest towns I've been to, if not the prettiest town I've been to. It's got almost anything that you would really need in terms of it's got shopping, it's got like, it's got a huge college in the middle of it it's got like the best some of the best food in Colorado and then it's got Searing, the mountains yeah exactly hiking so it's in like a perfect location almost to where like you can easily access anything you want to and it's only 30 minutes from Denver if you're trying to get there so yeah it's great and then also there's a little creek it's called the Boulder Creek that runs through kind of like the Netherlands the mountains and Boulder and we would go there a lot in the summer. Kind of like what we were talking about with Golden, you can tube down way less crowded and um, rapidy, if that's even a word, mm. than Golden. Like that, you can actually <laughs> just sit and relax. I think that's why I had that in my mind. Um, but we would do that with college friends all the time in the summer and just bathe in the sun, go in the water, hang out, meet new people. Yeah. Great I think. Times. Let's see. Favorite restaurants in Boulder off the top of my head. Uh, hmm. I really like The Corner, which is on the hill. It's more of like a... The hill's more of like for college students yeah, that college go there, though. town. But, it, like, I feel like if you're going to be touring Boulder, Pearl Street's where you're going to be. Oh, yeah. Any restaurant, Pearl Street's pretty good. Yeah. What do you like? You my like a lot of the Italian places. Yeah, Saforno is Italian. Got, They've got like eight different Mexican restaurants on the on the. Pearl a Street. lot of the restaurants in Boulder, are also in Denver, which now that I've lived here, I'm recognizing like how we said Torchies, Illegal Pete's, Bar Taco. Oh yeah. My what about Cafe Felix, Mexicali? Avanti. Yeah. Um. Jack's Fish House. Yeah, those two. So. So they're like yeah. Find a place on Pearl Street. Yeah, Pearl Street's great, too, because it has a really great view of the mountains. Yeah. Especially if you sit outside. It's got some great uh, some great views. Um, and they got some really good shopping over there, too. Another place kind of... A, it's probably like a 20-minute drive from Boulder, so maybe like an hour from us, is Netherlands. It's a really cute little town. And if you ski, Eldora is like the ski mountain over there. It's like the only ski mountain over on that side, honestly. And Netherlands is kind of like the little town, but that town's really cute. If you really want like a mountain town, small, the best restaurant or best pizza I've had so far is called Crosscut. They put honey on their pizza and it's like brick oven. Yeah. That place is so good. And then there's also um, like a reservoir over there you can go walk to. Mm -hmm. Hikes, obviously, skiing. Yeah. Um, and another crystal store that I'm obsessed with. That's a really tiny town. Though. It's tiny. Like, you, you can, can do it in a day. You can do it in two hours. Right. You go to Bojo's for an hour, or not Bojo's, uh, Crosscut Cross for an hour, and then you go to the crystal store. While you're waiting. Yeah. To get seated. Yeah. But I love, that's a nice little getaway if we're, you know, are stuck in Denver, or even, like, my friends and I would go when we lived in Boulder. For, yeah. like, a girl's trip, a little bit. Little yeah. vacay. Speaking cake. of uh, Bojo's, though, Idaho Springs is pretty. Was a really nice town that was too. Next to my list. Yeah, and Bojo's, Bojo's is, is so good. Very similar to Crosscut. They have a, a honey on their pizza. They do, but it's a different type of pizza. It's like a thicker crust, I think. It's so good. Those yeah, really two places. Good. I am not gonna lie, I'm a pizza snob. Yeah. Those two places are the best pizza in Colorado. And if you're feeling bold enough, you can try to attack the uh, 14 pound pizza. <laughs> with a buddy of yours and try to see if you can finish it. Yeah, Lex and Noel have been talking about doing it, but maybe we'll do it this summer. Yeah, it seems impossible. 
<laughs> I don't know how someone could attack. I feel like it would ruin the pizza for you, too. Yeah, probably. You know? And you don't want Bojo's to be ruined. Yeah, but if you throw enough honey on it, maybe it'll fix it. Um, that town's really cute, too. So Idaho Springs is in, I would say, on the way to Brack, Vale, all the mountain towns. It's like yeah. right when you get into the mountains, right there. It's a little mining town, or it used to be a yep. mining city, I guess. Super small, little, like, cute area, though. Not as small as Netherlands, though. No. But they do have some cute shops if you are into shopping. Little boutiques. We went to, like, a little antique store. A soap, like, handmade soap store. Another crystal store. Mm -hmm. And it's really cute over there. So that's another recommendation. Let's say you're coming back from skiing to Denver and you want to stop for good food. Stop at Idaho Springs. I'm trying to, like, think of places where like because everyone you come to Colorado everyone knows Breck everyone knows Vail Aspen so like I'm trying to give recommendations that are kind of a little bit outside of the norm of why people come to Colorado like especially if they're looking for something that's not so busy but they still want to go to a mountain town and I'm thinking one of them I really really like was Woodland Park Colorado and Manitou Springs which are very close to each other um, Manitou Springs, really cool. It's like not fully in the mountains, very similar to like Golden, kind of, where it's right in the foothills of the mountains, like a little bit in the mountains. What do you do there, though? Well, there's this thing called the incline, which I oh, might have talked uh, about yeah. before uh, on this podcast, but it's just like a, uh, a bucket list thing for a lot of people who live in Colorado is you kind of just walk straight up a mountain with stairs, which I did a couple months ago. And... It's just a big, like, another one of these towns where they have really good shopping and food, um, but, like, nestled up right against the mountains. Mm -hmm. And then you go further up that road, and Woodland Park is more in the mountains at the top. I think I took you there once. But it has a really good view of Pikes Peak, which is, like, one of the largest mountains in Colorado. And uh, right at the base of Pikes Peak is Colorado Springs. So if you're looking for, like, a... Colorado Springs is probably, if I were to guess, the second biggest town in Denver. Or Colorado. in Colorado. So I would say that it's like you have that and then you drive like 20 minutes, Manitou Springs, drive another 20 minutes, Woodland Park. It's three different vibes. Okay. But like if you were looking to go somewhere and get a good tour of Colorado without having to deal with all the crowds of yeah, like the like ski. The yeah, and all the skiing and stuff. Like those three line up really close together. You could probably do those in all day. Maybe it might take you two days. I don't know. But Okay. Those are good racks. I wouldn't have thought about that. Yeah, and there's also that really good deli in Woodland Park. Oh my god, it's so good. So I think fresh. it's like Joni's Deli or Joanne's Deli. Joanne's. Yeah. I guess we can finish off our Colorado racks with our favorite ski mountains. Yeah. Okay, mine is Aspen, Keystone, and Breckenridge. But Breckenridge is my favorite. But I'm also biased because I grew up going there. So it'll always have my heart. It's like my favorite place in the entire world. Yeah. I swear. So I've never been to Aspen or Keystone, but I have been to Bragg. It's also good for what you were saying, people who aren't really interested in skiing but still want the mountain vibe. They have a huge town. Shops, food, spas, a lot of hiking, river rafting. Mm -hmm. Things you can do any season, really. Like, we've been there in the summer. Um... We actually, growing up, go went there a lot in the summer, just to ski and river raft and fish. A lot of reservoirs, too. Um, so it's not only a ski town, I guess. No, there's a ton of stuff to do there. Yeah. You got, like, you got, like that big troll that you can go see, too, mm-hmm. which is kind of cool, but, like, great hiking out there. Like, we went hiking a few times out there. It's a homier, family-oriented town. Aspen. And then yeah, that main street is really nice too. Yeah. Aspen on the other hand, super upscale, bougie, very nice, very expensive. Going out there is so fun. You can go like clubbing and the bars and it's a lot of fun, but it's super expensive. <laughs> but I would do it again. And then I skied buttermilk and that was honestly one of the best skiing experiences I've had. So fun. I would love to go back to Aspen. And then Keystone's always been one of my favorites, too. 
What are yeah, your... Keystone's not too far away from Breck either. No. It's like 30, 20. Yeah, that area's pretty good. I haven't been to... I've been to some of the less busy mountains, I would say. Like, I've skied Breck before, but, like, other than that, like, I mostly skied Copper, which is, like, on the backside of Breck. And I think it gets a lot of the, like, Breck leftover or, like, Breck overfills, kind of. We got the Icon Pass this year, so we yeah. stuck to a lot of the Icon Mountains this year. But I think it's, like, it's a massive mountain, and there's so much skiing to do there. And the town, like, there's obviously not as big of a town, and there's not as big of, like, of, I guess, like, a, I don't know, Breck kind of creates its own vibe. It kind of creates, like, stay here for a week and, like, oh, hang yeah, out. for sure. And, like, Copper, smaller town. But I think you go to Copper because it's right in the middle of a lot of those mountains that, like, people go for hanging out. And it's, like, you go to Breck, 20 minutes from Breck, maybe. Mm-hmm. Keystone, it's probably, like, 20, 30 minutes from Keystone. Mm-hmm. And so, like, it's not far away from a lot of those types of mountains. But it's yeah. also, like, you're not going to get as busy unless you go on, like, a unless you go on like spring break or, like, yeah. a holiday weekend. You're not going to be as busy as if you went to Breckenridge or Keystone. I feel like Breck and Aspen, too, specifically, have way bigger towns, almost like cities, than compared to Copper, Keystone, Vail. Mm-hmm. I don't even know which ones I'm missing. But, like, they have smaller towns, like, right under the mountains. It's not as large yeah. of a city, town, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, and then I really like Winter Park, too. I haven't been to the town in Winter Park, but they have like they have like a great area. It's just like a I don't know, a little tiny street of shops and like mm-hmm. just like ski gear and stuff and a little like gift shops and restaurants and stuff that are like right at the edge of the mountain, right at the base. I agree. Which is really cool. Winter Park's been added to my new list. It was my first time skiing there this year and I really like the mountain a lot. Yeah. And then the town is really cute. I've been there. Um, but another thing, if you, again, don't, aren't into skiing, snowboarding, another fun thing you can do in the winter instead of that is tubing. And Winter Park has the best tubing I've been to in mm-hmm. Colorado. So fun. You're literally tubing down a mountain. It's crazy. It's so fun. Like, one of the best experiences ever. I went with my friends in college. It so, was so much fun. It's like a inner tube? Mm-hmm. Like an inflated tube? You can sit there. It's huge. You can... Like, I think we went with, like, five people in oh, one nice. tube. And you obviously can get, like, individual ones, but it's fun mm-hmm. going with your friends. And then um, Frisco, which is right by Breck, also has a tubing. It's yeah, a little bit smaller. Winter Parks is definitely larger. Yeah, cool. No, that's a great idea. Because I feel like people do get... Have different varying levels of their skiing endurance. It's like some people are done by noon. Some mm-hmm. people could go the entire day. So that is like a good... I feel like you could go tubing for like an hour or two. Too. I know. My mom doesn't ski anymore. So when we go to Breck and, you know, do the whole week ski trip, one of the days we'll just go tubing. Yeah. So she can like also join in on the winter activities yeah. without having to put on skis. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, that kind of wraps up my... Little. Yeah, I'll throw in um, Eldora in there, I think. Eldora doesn't really have a town at all. It just has a Well, no, I touched on it. Eldora is, is like Netherlands. Town. Yeah. Yeah, very close to the cities in Colorado, Denver, Boulder. Yeah, definitely the closest. Um, and I think, like, the less, the least busy you're going to get. you It's park, get out of your car and ski. It's so fun, though. We went, oh, my God, senior year of college in, like, April with all of our friends and it was so fun yeah parking our cars next to each other and drinking at the um little parking lot and then skiing mm-hmm. all day yeah it's a great time it's 10 out of 10 it's definitely not a mountain where you're gonna find a lot of tourists no. it's all it's locals. all yeah local for sure which is good if you're become a local and want to skip out on the yeah. tourists or even the traffic up to the mountains yeah, true, because you, you do beat the traffic if you leave it. Like, if you leave it, like, three, it'll take you an hour get, to get yeah. back to Denver instead of two and a half, three hours. But, yeah, that's our gist of Colorado, Denver, Colorado. I mean, there's so much other stuff 
you can do in Colorado, yeah. which is like that's These all the stuff favorites. that we touched on the most. Like, like if you're a tourist here visiting for a week, do one of these things and you'll have a blast. Yeah. I also feel like I could have done another full hour of this. I know. Of just like more <laughs> stuff to do in Colorado. Yeah. Like we didn't even touch on like I don't know, there's like rodeos all the time. It's like really interesting. Uh I don't know. You can go even further south of Colorado I know. Springs. There's yeah, there's a lot to do. It's Pueblo and like Gold uh I forget what that town's called over there, but yeah, it's a really big state and once you get close to the mountains, it's filled with stuff to do. Adventurous stuff, a lot of thrill seeking stuff. You can like bungee jump off bridges and stuff. What? Yeah, off that like you know that uh <laughs> Wait, well, I can't, I can't remember the name of the town. You just pulled that out of your ass. No, well, there's like a big bridge where it's like a canyon. Remember like Canyon Gorge or whatever? And you like can like jump off a, like bungee jump off? I don't know. I can't say I have, but I've like, I've seen it on TikTok. I didn't know it was here. Yeah, I think so. That's nuts. I would do that. Yeah, I've seen like skydiving. That I've seen. Like right right at the tip of like right at the base of the mountains they do that in Longmont and Boulder yeah um and there's towns like a like even east of Colorado like Aurora is a really nice town Aurora, yeah they're more Colorado. like suburbs yeah yeah there's a lot to do the gist is Colorado's jam packed with fun activities and things yeah. to do um well we want to end this episode with a little announcement Lex and I are moving to Chicago. Yeah, so right off the bat, <laughs> after a telling full you Denver episode. After telling you how much we love Colorado, <laughs> we also are telling you that we are leaving Colorado, unfortunately. Um, it's mostly for work and obviously family too. I'm excited about it. I'm getting sadder. Even just talking about on this episode about living here and mm. all the things you can do. I was like, oh, yeah. this sucks. I feel like I tried to jam-pack living here for a year. I tried to jam-pack everything in Colorado. I tried to do everything yeah. in one year, which I'm starting to realize is not possible. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we wanted to share that. So you might see a little change of scenery coming up. But we are planning on still having the podcast and doing it back when we move and get settled, <laughs> I would say. Um... But yeah, that's something exciting. It's a new chapter of our lives. And at least I'm looking forward to it. I don't know how you feel. No, I'm looking forward to it too. I think I initially was a little iffy-iffy about it, but now that it's like coming up and like becoming a real thing, it's uh, I'm more excited about it. I'm starting to realize that there's some really good spots, and I think like just change in general is always exciting. Um so making the best out of a new situation is going to be fun and plus we're going to have way a lot more new stuff to talk about yeah I'm definitely so sad to leave Colorado though I mean I've lived here for five years I can't it still like honestly hasn't hit me quite yet that we're leaving I feel like once we start packing up and at least I haven't found a place to live yet so <laughs> that's still on my to-do list mm -hmm. um but I think you're right change is healthy and I'm excited to start a new chapter and close this Colorado one but I definitely see myself coming back here eventually yeah how else are you going to finish off the bucket list I know <laughs> it's there's not way too much stuff yeah in a month is not long enough yeah we didn't even touch on like all the places you can drive to from Denver even outside of Colorado that are accessible by five six hour drives which are just, this is a whole new world. Yeah, it is. Um, but yeah, we wanted to share that along with a list of things you can do in Colorado. But that's it for me. Anything else you want to add? No, I'm all good. This is a long episode. Yeah, thanks for tuning in this week. And more exciting stuff to come. New chapters happening. <laughs> yeah, there is. It should be fun. <laughs> Lots of change. Um, bye.
But thank you guys for tuning in. As always, keep following us. Subscribe, like, comment. We appreciate all the support, always. Um, and thank you. Yeah, thank you guys so much. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. <laughs>